Hey, teacher friends. Hope everyone is having an amazing July. I know that the summer slide starts to happen in July, but don't worry. There is still plenty of summer left to enjoy. And I think you're going to enjoy this summer replay episode. It was episode number three. Schools are full of stories. What's yours? You know that we are running the top 10 episodes of the This Teacher Life podcast this summer. And this is one of my favorite episodes that got released. This is all about knowing our kids on a life level. We know our kids as facts and figures, but we often forget because there are so many kids in our schools, so many kids in our classrooms and in our halls that our kids are more than data. Let's not focus on numbers. Let's focus on names. And I think the bits of information and the wisdom that comes out in this episode is really going to hit you in a good way. Now, if this is the first time you were listening, welcome. Hi, I'm Monica Genta, and I'm really glad you're listening. If you have been listening for a while, though, and you haven't left a review yet, I would love it if you would hop over to the podcast app that you are listening on and leave a written review or a five-star review if you are loving what the This Teacher Life podcast is throwing down. We're going to get into this episode all about stories, and I want you to reflect on every school has a story. What's yours? Only in our world is this normal. Hi friends, it's me, Monica Genta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. Friends, whether you are teaching in a massive school that houses thousands of students, or whether you are teaching in a smaller community school that might only have a few sets of kids, just a few grade levels, or maybe less than 100 students in the entire district, this episode is for you because it is all about making sure that our students aren't just numbers. As teachers, sometimes we become so obsessed with knowing data on kids, knowing what their reading level is, knowing how many words they can actually comprehend per minute. What was their state scores last year from state testing? What about their MAP scores and all these different assessment scores and numbers and data? And we become overwhelmed with charts and figures and facts about these kids that quite frankly don't tell us much about them as people. And so I want to remix our thinking on this. I'm so passionate about taking something that bombards us as teachers and turning it into something beautiful. And when I think about numbers with students, 
I want us to think about every number being a student and every student having a story. And every single story matters in a school. I want to say that again. Every number is a student and every student has a story and every story should matter in a school. Our kids are walking in with a bunch of data behind them, grades and scores and testing. But more importantly than that, our students are walking through our doors every single day with a story. And those stories should be able to be used to our advantage as teachers. But sometimes in order to do that, we have to be asking the right questions to unlock those stories. I want to tell you a little story about something that happened in one of my classes here this week. So I'm in a brand new building and I am actually teaching a section of high school science for the first time ever in my career. And that caught me a little bit off guard because it was something super new and super different. I've been a middle school science teacher my whole career and I'm also teaching high school. And, uh, you know, there's been some learning curves to it, but I'm really starting to enjoy it. And one day I asked my students a question and I said, how are you liking 10th grade so far? And I pulled a popsicle stick of a student and I asked that student, all right, how are you liking it so far? And he said, I'm hating it. And I said, why do you hate 10th grade? And he said, because I'm not in 10th grade. And I was like, wait, what? What? I thought I had an entire class of sophomores. So I said, okay, sorry, man. Uh, did last year's 10th grade science not go well? And he's like, no, 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 that's not it. This is my first year at this school. And this 10th grade general science course wasn't something that was required in my previous school. So I'm with all of the 10th graders, but I'm actually a junior. Now, I know that might seem trivial, but guys, all school year long, all three weeks in, I'd been referring to this entire group of students as sophomores. I'd been referring to all of them as 10th graders. And here sits this one kid thinking, girl, I'm not a 10th grader. Girl, I'm not a sophomore. And I had no idea. And the reason why I didn't know his story was simply because I hadn't asked the right questions yet. And I think some students are very open to sharing where they came from. They're open to sharing their struggle. But for so many students, until we truly see them, not as numbers, but as students, and trying to find out how that student has a story, and understanding that that story matters to how we teach, we are missing out on some really cool learning opportunities. It is time for the fun fact of this episode. This whole episode is actually about numbers, so I wanted to share some numbers with you. It's kind of crazy because in my fourth hour family, I call them families, in my fourth hour family, I have 10 students, which is mind blowing because that's like a small group. That's incredible that I only have 10 students in that entire class period. And then directly following that, the number of students walking through my door for my fifth hour family is 28 students. 
Holy cow, that is a substantial number difference, but maybe you can relate how it is like a roller coaster of emotions because of different behaviors and different numbers of students walking through your room. Hello, always keeping us on our toes as I go from 10 kids to 28. Now, since this episode is all about sharing a story and making sure that our stories are making impacts in schools, I thought maybe now would be a good time to share a little bit about my story. Like, how did I get here? Where has my educational journey taken me? And I think there's two different ways that we can look at this. We can look at it from a teacher that made an impact that led us to being teachers in the first place. Or we can talk about the story of why we are still teaching now. So I would love to give you like the Cliff Notes version of kind of how how I ended up here. How I ended up as a middle school and high school science teacher in a rural community nearby uh, and starting my 11th year teaching. So the Cliff Notes version is this. I knew I wanted to become a teacher my entire life. That was really the only thing that was on my radar. And I loved my first six years teaching. And then I experienced some serious, and I mean seriously scary burnout. And I wanted to leave the profession. And if you've ever met me in person or maybe you're just hearing this podcast, you're like, how is someone who is so passionate about education burnout in six years and that yeah that's what I'm saying like how does that happen because I truly am on fire for this profession but in year six I just really had a struggle and this is the cliff notes version if you've ever heard me keynote you've heard kind of the fuller version of this because it was an interesting series of events but here's the 90s reference of the episode a Lisa Frank folder kind of saved my career. It was this crazy thing that happened in the middle of the Walmart, but a Lisa Frank folder kind of saved my career. And it was this like, boom, catalyst that said, girl, you got to do something different. So part of my story is that I started documenting my story. I kept a super secret journal that I didn't tell anybody about. I didn't want anyone to know I was struggling so deeply. So instead of talking about my struggle openly, I wrote about my struggle. But instead of actually documenting the struggle, I changed my mindset and said, I'm not going to complain about things in this journal. I'm going to find awesome little moments to celebrate every single day in education. And by the end of that school year, my burnout had ended. In fact, it went from a burnout to this fiery, burning passion for the profession again. And I loved my job. And I also had this secret 180-page journal that in an interesting series of events ended up becoming a book that is now published called 180 Days of Awesome, Celebrating Every Single Day of Education. And after that book released, my educational journey got thrown through a tailspin and I started speaking more often and then writing more books and now having just, you know, the things like this podcast, but at the same time, focusing my purpose on my students in the classroom. And I guess to kind of tie things up here, friends, we live this crazy journey 
of moments every single day that we don't fully understand, parts of our stories we don't understand, but then they turn into these beautiful opportunities to celebrate. And that's what our students are bringing through our doors every single day. They're not just numbers. Our students are not just facts and figures. They're students who have stories and their stories make a difference in our school. And our job as teachers is to unravel those seemingly meaningless moments, those seemingly not important details of their story and weave them into one big, beautiful school year. That is what we do every single day as we live this teacher life. I think stories are so stinking powerful. I love reading stories. I love writing stories. In fact, in all three of my books that are released, all of the strategies are actually written around stories. I think stories connect with people's hearts and heads in unique ways. And when we connect with hearts and heads, that's when we are motivated to implement strategies. And friends, I think right now is the perfect time to share stories in schools with book studies. PD book studies in schools are way undervalued. And I wanna get all of the teachers in your building on the same page, literally. I believe in no more boring book studies in schools. Like, I want you to enjoy this. I want you to laugh. I want you to cry. I want you to reflect. And I would love to start a book study in your school. I can get you guys bulk pricing on any of my books. And I promise when you get to the last chapter, you're gonna be like, holy shit, that was good. We needed that. You can contact me directly, and I will also put a link in the show notes so you can slide into your teacher or your principal or your PD director's email and say, hey, now let's go ahead and get some of these books ordered for a school-wide book study. Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I can't wait to see you next week on the This Teacher Life podcast.